Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien and myself, Mark Killian, here to talk investing, finance, and retirement. And as we hit into December and the year's winding down, this episode, we're going to talk end-of-year planning with Nathan. Got a couple of things for you guys to think about out there. What's going on, my friend? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm doing great, and I am so glad that 2020 is almost over, aren't you? Many, many folks a might be there, yeah? Crazy year. That's right. Just ready to reset January 1st. Well, you know, I was having this conversation with people. It's funny that you say that about the reset. Expectations is a huge thing in what you guys do for a living, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. You're setting expectations not only for what your clients can expect from you, but also from for what the, you know, the clients expect of you, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a huge uh give and take on setting expectations, and I feel like so many people right now are setting themselves up to be a little disappointed. They're, they're like, oh, 2021 is going to be the best year ever. <laughs> and 20, it, it's almost, in a lot of conversations I've been having with people, it feels like when the ball drops, they think everything the bad world's from gonna 2020 change. is going to, yeah. yeah. And it's <laughs> like, be a little realistic. This is yeah, going to drag right. on for, you know, into 2021. We're still yep. going to have some cleanup to do. And, so on and so forth. So just set some good expectations. I yeah, guess, right? that's right. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's what it's about. It's you know, what it's about. and you won't be uh, won't be super disappointed when it's still the same January first or second. You know, there so you go. Things are things are going to get better. I think next year, but uh, you know, I do too. Yeah, potentially vaccine, but just not day one. Third arms, right. or Anything like that. You know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> from the vaccine, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just, yeah. you know, it won't happen day one, so we got to no, give it some right. time. And I think the realist and everyone knows that, but I think the optimist is like, God, I'm so sick of 2020. Let's <laughs> just let it end, you that's know. That's right. So, just, just I want to wake up January 1st, and it's all different. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, and that's our, that's our first item on the end of year planning is just to say, hey, set some proper expectations for the end of this year and going yeah. into 2021. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my little soapbox moment, but it is it actually works well for the planning list. So now let's get into some financial issues as well. If you're still working, Nathan, and if you can, uh, should we be maxing out retirement contributions this last month as the year's winding down if we yeah, haven't I mean, done that? Yeah, more than likely that's going to be a good idea for most people. You know, it depends on what your plan. You may not need to do that. So don't strap yourself financially if, you know, if, if that's not a necessity in your plan right. or anything like that. But if you have that extra cash laying around, you can throw it in a tax deductible account like that in an IRA or a 401k or something like that, that you can reduce your tax liability and also help, you know, fund that retirement nest egg. So um, it's a good option. Just take advantage of that. And, and you know, if it's something that you want to want to use for this and that's part of your plan, right. then just throw it in there. Don't forget about that, you know, because I know everybody's spending money on Christmas and everything else this time of year. Well, so, that that uh, might be reduced though this year, right? To the maybe yeah. conversation yeah, about yeah, Corona. That's right. So no, that's right. And less so, travel, less. I know gifts Thanksgiving for was for us. You right. know, we still we had it just with the kids, and you know, it was great. I mean, I loved it. It was a fantastic Thanksgiving. Um, it was definitely more relaxed, right? Um, you know, but uh, but also we miss seeing everybody. You know, so there was 
there was just a lot less travel that you know and things that we would normally do that we didn't do to just didn't have those expenses well and I, and I, so I was thinking so you think of all the holiday parties you're not going to all yeah. the little gifts that you're not giving to uh, various different things or whatever the case is so that could be places where you, you know you could use that towards maxing out those contributions so try to find a silver lining I suppose in reduced holidays you know yeah. one way of looking at that that's right okay uh, number two here on the list uh, cares act issues review any of that. Nathan, yeah. go through some of the things. Yeah. Obviously, there were no RMDs. Right, this year. no RMDs this year. So, you know, if you didn't have to take that out or didn't want to take that out, you don't have to. Uh, so that that was an option. There's, you know, there's all kinds of things that you can take advantage of with the CARES Act. One of the things that people have been using, you know, is if you did get in a financial strap situation, then you can take money out of 401ks, IRAs, you know, those kind of accounts, Roth IRAs, even without a penalty, even if you're under 59 and a half. So, you know, if you've had the unfortunate situation of, you know, maybe losing a job or just maybe work has cut back significantly, or even uh, there's been a lot of companies that have, you know, reduced pay significantly, just kept people on, but reduced pay significantly. So, um, you know, maybe you're a little strapped for cash or something like that. You can, you know, of course, talk to your advisor about your plan, see how this impacts it and everything. But, you know, usually small distributions, you know, will not impact it too much. And so um, it's an option you can take out of those plans without a penalty. You do have to pay taxes, but no penalty on that. So there's just some things that you can review right here at the end of the year with your advisor and just make sure that you know, you're taking advantage of what you can. Um, and most of my clients did not take out the required distribution because they don't want to have to pay taxes on it. They don't need it anyway. So um, for the most part. And so, you know, it was something that is nice to have that flexibility. Right. Okay. That makes sense. You know, and a lot of times, and we haven't gotten into this because it hasn't passed, Nathan, maybe we'll talk about it uh, in 2021, but, you know, they've come, they've talked about the CARES Act uh, 2.0, if you will. And, yeah. you know, Secure yeah. Act moved us from 70 and a half to 72, 72 on those RMDs, yep. right? Yep. Um, now they're talking about maybe 75. Uh, I saw that not too long, mm. just uh, okay. within the last couple of weeks, that that was okay. part of the thing that was in the CARES 2.0. I obviously, yeah, yeah, with the transition change in government, obviously that's probably going to be put on the back burner, but we'll see. Yeah. And and that could be very exciting for folks, but also just remember that the longer you let that money grow, depending on how it's growing, the more tax you might owe. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and that's if, what we found is, yeah. you know, it sounded great for it going to 72, but they really messed up the inherited part of that. You yeah, know, exactly. Where when you get it, when you receive money from parents or grandparents or anything like that, then, you know, that distribution has to be taken out over 10 years where previously it could be stretched out over your lifetime, right. which was awesome, yeah. you know, but uh, anyway, this is, you know, there's always a, <laughs> a negative side. To I was going to say you and changes. I, yeah, we, we talked about that. It was like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's great that for some, for some folks who feel like, yeah, I don't want to have to take this and I can keep adding to it till 72. But you know, the little sort of caveat the government's hoping for is that you'll add to it in a way that you'll owe them a bigger tax nut when it's due because yeah. that's yeah, a way that's for them right. to generate taxes. So increasing it to 75 could just be another you know tool for them to generate tax revenue, which we sorely need but with the, the, the debt that we have. Um, but it's just ways of doing that, right? Without, can they ever uh, reduce spending, can they? <laughs> I, well, right. You know, we, wouldn't go with the obvious choice, man. <laughs> that's Come on right. now. That's what, are you, what are you, crazy? You know, <laughs> no, don't, no, don't, no, don't that's go with right. that. That's, just, that's crazy talk. <laughs> Uh, all right. So anyway, moving along. So, so again, talk with your advisor, you know, about the CARES Act issues, anything in there that might help you with end of year planning if you're not already working with Nate. Uh, and if you are, great. If you're not, we'll tell you how to get in, in touch with him here in just a second. But what about uh, exploring the possibilities for tax lost 
harvesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, what that, is that? First of all, well, first, not really, what that is is if you have investments that lost quite a bit, you can sell for those losses, you know, and and actually realize those losses and buy something else. Okay, so you get a tax deduction for those losses. That's it offsets there. the capital gains. Yeah, it offsets that capital gains okay. uh, from something else that you have. So you know, really, that's going to be difficult right now. I mean, you could still potentially have losses in some small caps, mm-hmm. um, but pretty much every asset class is up. You know, for the year. So small, small value, large value may be flat for the year. I don't know. But I mean, really, the time to have done this was back in March and April. We that, That's when we did it with our clients. Is, oh, okay. You know, we were doing a lot of that at that point. But you may still have something in your account. You know, look at your statement, see if there's something that's down for the year. Talk to your advisor about it. It is a possibility for that. So just make sure in that change, make sure you stay diversified. You know, that's mm-hmm. the key to this. So don't just do something to just because it's down, you know, yeah. you need to necessarily, you need to really make sure that you're still diversified, right. With the change that you make going forward. So, okay. but it's a, it's a good possibility. We had, we took advantage of it back in April and, All right. and uh, had a lot of uh, clients are going to have a lot of tax deductions well, because the market was down significantly at sure. that point. And you know, even though we're talking about this as the end of year, put that in your bonnet for uh, March as well, folks. So, Future things, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah. bring that up with your advisor about tax loss harvesting. All right, what about tax-deductible charitable contributions? Now, bear in mind, charities have probably suffered this year as well oh, yeah. quite a bit, too. They so. have. They have. You know, one of the nonprofits that I work with is the Mayfly Project, and we, we work with foster kids, teaching them how to fly fish and, you know, getting them gear and things like that. And they've had a tough year. You know, we, we haven't been able to, to meet with groups and things like that. You know, all of that has really cut back. And I know a lot of charitable contributions have as well. Oh, and yeah. So, um, our church actually has been doing really well financially. So, I, you know, people have still been giving and things, you know, there. So that's a good thing. Um, but, you know, these are things that you can take advantage of right here at the end of the year. Okay. If you need a tax deduction, if you need to use that, then, you know, this is a good time. Just be aware that, you know, the standard deduction is for married is almost $25,000. So you've got to give a significant portion to get any extra tax benefits that way. But, um, you know, there's a lot to be said for, for just the benefit that it puts on your heart. You know, it's not necessarily about the money. So, um, you know, give those charitable contributions here at the end of the year. And if you've been blessed and, and have, you know, extra that yeah. you can do yeah. something with, and that's a good thing to do. Yeah. So. I mean, if we can, if you can get, you know, a tax deduction on it, great, but don't let that be the sole motivator. That's right. Yeah. No, that's right. So, you know, do, do things for, for the charities that you enjoy, that you want to support and, and, um, you know, do that because you want to, not because yeah. of the tax deduction. Yeah. That's just an extra benefit. It is an extra benefit, but it is something yeah. to have on your it end is. of year planning checklist. Yeah, that's All right. right. How about this one? This one's probably a little bit lesser known, but uh, considering any purchases that might have given us a tax credit, like well, solar, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, solar's fine. That's a that's a good option. Okay. You know, but also some things that you can think about here that you know, are just normal things like property taxes. You know, you could prepay your property taxes, which is, that's not really purchasing something, but okay. that's giving you that tax credit, that tax deduction. So you could go ahead and do that. Medical expenses, you know, you can lump into one thing, um, you know, things like that. And also like we were just talking about, charitable contributions. So all of these things are things that you can, you know, either give money to, donate to, or, or pay prepay ahead of time that will give you tax credits, you know, that's going to reduce your tax liability for the end of the year. 
again, these are all questions and things that no matter what it is that we're talking about, if you hear something that kind of makes you think that's something you should have a chat with, make sure you're talking with an advisor before you do so. If you need to reach out to Nate, it's 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. And then I guess the final one really, Nathan, is just to talk about the Roth conversion. I get again, does it make sense for you? Is it, it's very yeah. useful for many, yeah. many people, but double check, does it make sense for you? Because right now, we know what the taxes are going to be. It looks like we're going to have a new president. He may or may not change the taxes, but if so, that probably isn't going to happen anytime soon. So we do have some time if it's on the radar. Yeah, no, that's right. And and that's exactly what you need to do is just check, you know, this next year may be the last year for you to take advantage of that. Tax rates may go up. I, I don't know. I can't see the future. Yeah, we have no you know, idea. That's, that's it's, right. It's so, talked about and it's um, possible. It has but. been talked about. So that's a possibility. But you know, tax rates are going to change. We know that. So something's going to change more than likely. Uh, Biden's going to tax, you know, higher, wealthier earners like that. I mean, that's that's what he's been talking about. So capital um, gains going up. Yeah. So, and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Things like that. And so, you know, there's there's potentially some changes that are coming with that. So um, you need to be having this conversation with your accountant and with your financial advisor this year before the end of the year. Because you can take advantage of some things now and spread it out over next year as well. So um, that's a you know that's just some things you need to be having the conversation with your advisor and your accountant about. Okay. Any other things that I didn't cover that you think would be a good idea for end of year uh, planning checklist? Man, there's there's so many things that you could do. I, you know, I think we've covered uh, I covered a lot of things. Just you know, after a year like this, make sure that you have had the review with your advisor. You know, on your plan on your retirement plan, on your financial plan. Just make sure that you've had that conversation this year at some point with your advisor to make sure everything is still on track. They've rebalanced your accounts like they needed to. All of those things that just normal advisor duties that, you know, you want to make sure that that's done. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So just do that. Make sure you've taken care of that this year. And if you haven't, you've still got time. You've got, you know, 30 days here until the end of the year, or close to 30 days here before the end of the year. So take advantage of that and, you know, make sure that you've met with them. All right. Well, there you go, folks. That's going to do it for our podcast this week, end of year planning. If you need some help, reach out to Nathan, 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH, or just go to thefinancialanswer.com. Uh, if you've gotten this podcast through, I don't know, through a Facebook thing or through an email blast or a friend shared it or whatever the case is, go to thefinancialanswer.com and you can subscribe to the podcast there. You can get in touch with Nathan. There's a lot of good resources. There's the uh, toolkit, lots of things on the website you can check out. You can find Find us uh, on any of the platforms, podcasting platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify. Most phones have podcast platforms built into them now. Like if you're an Apple user, you'll have Apple Podcasts already on your phone. Just open that up, type in the financial answer in the search box. You'll see it pop up, hit the little heart button, and bada boom, there you go. You're subscribed and you can check out shows when they come out. So we appreciate your time as always. We hope that you have a good year as it winds down, or a good end of the year, I should say, as it winds down, because uh, certainly it's been challenging, that's for sure. We won't. I'm not going to say it's been bad for everybody because it hasn't, but... Uh, it's been challenging. So Nathan, my friend, thank you for your time, buddy. I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks and we'll wrap up this year. All right. Sounds good. Everyone have a, have a good week. We'll talk to you soon right here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien from O'Brien and Associates. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.